Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is AutoLine Daily for November 11th, also known as Veterans Day, or if you are old enough, Armistice Day, celebrating the end of World War I. And speaking of wartime, a report in the China Car Times says that Chinese automakers are borrowing a military strategy from Mao Zedong called encircling the city from the countryside. It's all about how Chinese automakers who export are trying to encircle the developed Western markets by first getting into undeveloped countries, then semi-developed countries, until they're ready to take on the developed countries. China is doing this by putting assembly plants in those developing countries and by acquiring Western automakers like Volvo. Most Chinese exports now go to the Middle East and to South America with cars priced less than $5,000. Cherry, Chang'an, and Great Wall are the biggest automotive exporters from China. Earlier in the week, we showed you concepts from Suzuki and Nissan that will debut at the Tokyo Motor Show. Today, we've got some more. Honda will have three vehicle concepts at the show. The ACX is a plug-in hybrid, which gives the driver a choice to have it perform aggressively or relaxed. Another one is an EV sports model, tentatively called the small sports EV concept. And lastly, Honda will show a funky looking micro car designed for urban driving called the micro commuter concept. Mitsubishi is also showing off two vehicles in Tokyo. The Mirage is a compact vehicle designed to be sold in emerging markets and advanced markets. It's powered by a one liter three cylinder and mated to a CVT. And the company hopes it will deliver 30 kilometers per liter. That's about 70 miles per gallon. It will go on sale in Thailand starting next March. The PXMIEV concept is a mid-size plug-in. It's powered by the EV technology that's in the iMiev plus a two-liter four-cylinder engine. It can travel over 50 kilometers in electric mode and 800 kilometers, and that's nearly 500 miles, when combined with the engine. Speaking of electrics, Japanese supplier Sumitomo says it has developed a cheaper alternative to lithium-ion batteries with a sodium battery. It contains liquefied salt, which also cuts the cost, and it's also safer because it's non-combustible. Sumitomo plans to start producing these batteries in 2015. Hey, make sure to mark your calendar for next Wednesday when we'll take you on a walking tour of the LA Auto Show. We'll be using Live U technology to bring you the latest cars as well as interviews with Mark Royce from GM, Derek Kuzak from Ford, Jim O'Sullivan from Mazda, Ben Poole from Infiniti, Michael Barch from Porsche, and John Krafchick from Hyundai. That's next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. This next story is a hard pill to swallow. Audi will no longer offer manual transmissions on the S4 and S5 models in Europe. But in a weird twist of fate, Audi will offer manuals in the American market. That's because in the American market, a true performance car has to be offered with an optional manual to have real street cred. 
Europeans had traditionally rejected automatic transmissions, viewing them as heavier and less fuel efficient. But this move by Audi to drop manuals in the S4 and S5 shows how Europeans are fully embracing dual-clutch automatic transmissions. From Autoline Daily's Paradox Department, we have a story about the UAW fighting with workers rather than for them. The Detroit News reports the union is squabbling with its clerical and janitorial employees over concessions. Turns out they're represented by a different labor organization, the Office Professional Employees International Union. The UAW is insisting on layoffs, but the workers are having none of it. They're actually picketing Solidarity House, the UAW headquarters. Hit the link in our show notes at autoline.tv for all the gory details. Car dealers across the country are starting to get sick and tired of car companies telling them how to spend millions to spiff up their dealerships. More on that right after this. What if we always settled for the first thing that came along? Then we'd never have gotten here. Introducing the Sonata Hybrid from Hyundai. The National Auto Dealers Association in the United States is funding a study to determine whether all those factory programs forcing dealers to spiff up their dealerships is really worth it. My guest on AutoLine this week is Steve Wade, the chairman of the NADA, and this is a hot topic with him. There's requirements across this country for dealers to re-image their facilities, and depends on what brand it is, and the challenges are with all brands, but it seems like one company has to have this color, and this color of tile, and a certain design, the next one has to have a different color. The one can't, it must be blue. The floor must be blue. And the other one, it must be gray. And some points, it's, it's not gray enough. Or, or, you know what, I don't care for the size of the tile. And it has to have this, this demographic. Well, we're trying to put rhyme or reason to all that. And it should be based around the return on investment. So we're trying to find something that makes sense, that has... If you spend X number of dollars, it will bring about this kind of return. We're talking about a return for the, the OEMs, the factories, and for the dealers themselves. It needs to work for everybody. So we're, we've, we've hired a group, uh, a man named Glenn Mercer, who used to be with the McKenzie Group. We've asked him to do a hands-on, independent, Arms Lake independent study, where he'll go about and visit with the, the OEMs, he'll visit with the factories, he'll visit with the dealers, he'll visit with the customers, They'll go to restaurant chains like uh, uh, some of the high-end, low-end, talk about what they've done, the results they've had. Uh, maybe a Ritz-Carlton and, uh, or a Marriott. He'll go to the uh, restaurant industries, talk about those. Anything that's people that have done these kinds of things where they are working with the customer. And we're trying to end up with something that's meaningful, that makes sense for all, all involved so that you can say that if you'll do this and spend this kind of money, here's the kind of return you should receive. Or if, you, uh, if you'll follow through this way, it'll bring about this kind of customer retention or CSI, customer satisfaction. Those are the things these things should be based on. And the pressure is so great here, it's causing people to drive some out of the industry because they won't go further into debt. And you know, from a practical standpoint, General Motors and Chrysler have been forgiven their debt. 
the dealers of this country are still finding a way to bring themselves out of it. You can watch that entire interview right now at our website, Autoline.tv. Also joining me on that program are Steve Finley from Ward's Auto Dealer and Jeff Bennett from the Wall Street Journal. And now with an update of all the automotive news you don't need to know at all, here's Roundabout host Craig Cole over at Roeb HQ. On tonight's show, we'll take a look at Uganda's first plug-in EV. That's right, I said Uganda. Plus, have you ever seen a 230-ton Airbus stop and hover in mid-air? You will tonight. Also, in our Blind Spot Story of the Week, we'll discuss whether free speech extends to the stickers on your car. All that and way more at 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Autoline.tv. And that wraps up this show, Autoline Daily. Thank you for watching. We'll see you tonight on Roundabout and, of course, again back here on Monday. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.